living on my own or I'm not even working for God. Rather, I want to see that Jesus is living in me and he is doing his work. Hallelujah. So uh, for today's uh, meditation, I just want to read a passage from uh, the Gospel of John. Uh, it's a familiar passage for most of the people. Uh, I do not know in these days whether it is familiar, any Bible passage, because it's uh, earlier, you know, our children are learning Bible from the, from the very early age, and uh, they are learning it by heart. And so the biblical passages were very familiar with them. But in these days, I know that uh, it is not that much true. When we say something, people just look at us and, well, it is in the Bible, like that. So, but this is a common passage. In John chapter 1, verse 12, uh, we uh, read John uh, chapter 1, verse 12. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. For to all who did receive him and believed in his name, he gave the right or authority to become the children of God. So here we see that God has given us authority to become a child of God. So that's the most important thing. All the other things is not so important as I believe. Maybe we say worship is the most important thing. But who can worship God? Only the children. Maybe sometimes we say praying is more important thing. But who can pray? Only the children, because the prayer starts with our Heavenly Father. So the most important thing in our life, in our Christian life, is to become a child of God. That's the identity God has given us. I'm a child of God. That's the biggest identity I can have. When I was a very small guy, when I used to walk in my village, people used to ask me, who you are? And I say, I'm son of baby giant, not my father's name. So those people were very fond of my father, he was very generous. And, oh, baby Chan son, I'm so happy. Where is he? And how is he? And things like that. I thought this is the greatest identity I can have. So uh, a son of baby Chan is something big. But I used to go to a town very close to my village, maybe three kilometers from my village. And suppose somebody is asking who you are. I say, I'm son of baby Chan. And they will ask, who is that baby Chan? Because... Then I understood that my identity as the son of my earthly father cannot take me even uh, three kilometers away from my village. So when I was in the university, I studied in a good university, so whenever people are asking me who you are, I say, I'm a student of this university. Oh, people were happy. When then, you know, naturally we are uh, introducing ourselves or we find our identity in our profession. Maybe I'm a nurse, I'm a doctor, I'm a teacher, something like that. Basically, I'm a, my profession, I'm a journalist by profession. So I write books and all. So that was my profession, and I thought, you know, that's something big. But once I was in Kashmir, Jammu Kashmir, and uh, uh, one guy who was the principal of the uh, Bible college there, he took me to very close to Pakistan and in a church because we wanted to see the pastor. And the pastor was not there. And this guy, when I went there, that Amachi doesn't know me. And uh, this, uh, uh, this brother was asking, Amachi, don't you know him, Sai Chan? Sai Chan is a writer. 
And Amici said, oh, that's good. All the Bible verses we have written here, it is faded away. So now you came, and that's good. Because she thought when uh, he said, I'm a writer, he thought I'm a person who is writing on the walls. So <laughs> that day I decided I will never introduce myself as a writer. <laughs> uh, because what I say, if you need, a, if you have an identity, the people should understand what it is. Otherwise, there is no good in that. Right? But when I accepted Jesus, Jesus has given me an identity. What is it? A child of God. Amen. That's the greatest identity I can have. Because when I'm in India, I'm a child of God. When I come to America, I'm a child of God. If I go to Africa, I'm a child of God. When I was 14 years old, I'm a child of God. When I was 40 years old, I'm a child of God. And even when I die, I go to heaven and still I can say that I'm a child of God. You understand what I say? So that is the greatest identity anyone can have in this world because it transcends the culture, transcends the language, transcends the nations, and uh, even transcends, uh, you know, even the universe. So even when you reach heaven, you're a child of God. So make sure that you are having this identity and only this identity. This is the only thing that you need. So always make sure that you are a child of God. And always say that I'm a child of God. In the morning, you just wake up and say, I'm a child of God. When you're here, you say, I'm a child of God. And live like that. Because when you have an identity, you need to live according to that identity, right? So that's what I do. Because all the time, I know that I'm a child of God and that haunts me. You know, your identity is not something that is in your head. That is in your being. You understand what I say? If you ask my wife, who is Saju to you, she will never say, let me check the IPC marriage register and know what, I mean, I just want to tell what he is to me. Nothing. Even if she is coming out from the uh, deep sleep, if you ask her, she tells that he's my husband, he's my everything. So that is identity. You get my point? When you have a deep identity, that is part of your being. It is not, you're not thinking about it. You're not thinking about it. But sometimes, you know, we say, yes, we are children of God. Why? Ah, I think uh, in the Bible it is said, nothing like that. So you are a child of God and that gives you a kind of, uh, an, an experience of joy and uh, uh, you are exploded when you say that you are a child of God. You're joyful. That's what is identity. That's what is identity. So the problem, we understand that we are children of God only when we come to the church. That's the biggest problem. If, when you are in the church, you all know that you are a child of God. But when you go out, what do you think about yourself? Are you a child of God? When you are with your friends, are you a child of God? When you are in the school, are you a child of God? Do you have that kind of identity? Are you ready to ex uh, tell them that I'm a child of God? So when I was in, uh, in India, uh, at the age of 15, we go to college. And I was in the hostel. And, you know, these people, when I, they, were, they wanted me to, you know, when a new person is coming, they start ragging and things like that. So they wanted me to sit on an, an imaginary chair and a lot of things. And they asked me many, many things. And they asked me, smoke. I said, no, I cannot. Why? Why you cannot smoke? 
I said, I'm Pentecostal. And nobody knew because it is 43, 44, 43 years back. When I said, nobody understood, 42 years back. So then, you know, Pentecost, what is it? I said, I don't know whether you will understand it, but I tell you one thing, I'm a child of God. So there are things that I can do and there are things that I cannot do. So don't force me to do that. They started hitting me, put off the lights and hitting me and things like that. Still I said, you know, I, I, I experienced that. Still I said, yes, I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. So that is identity. When you have an identity, then certainly you live like that. You live like that. Once in the hostel, one guy who was strong and he came to me and said, Saju, in your Bible it is said that if somebody slap you on the right cheek, you need to show the left cheek, right? I said, yes. Will you do that? It is easy to say that it is written in the Bible. <laughs> but such a situation, I said, that's, I'm a child of God. I think I need to do that. Within no time, he just slapped me. I never expected. You know, I thought, the, I understood that the world is round. <laughs> then you know, I just came back to my sense and I said, Seba, I'm a child of God. If you want to beat me on the right cheek, okay, you can do that. Because I never wanted to lose my identity. You understand what I say? So keep your identity. Keep your identity. And uh, here what we see, when, um, how can you be a child of God? That's what is written here. But all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right or authority to become children of God. So all who believed in, all, all means everybody. So there is no discrimination. Earlier the Jewish people thought it is only for the Jewish people. But Jesus said it is not just for the Jewish people, anyone. The Bible says all. And the Europeans thought it is only for the Europeans. But God-driven people said no, it is for the Indians also. And that's the reason why William Carey came to India. David Livingston said it is not just for the Europeans, it's for the Africans. And that's the reason we, he went to Africa. And many people, city start, he went to China and then to Africa. Why? Because they knew the truth that a person, if he wants to become a child of God, it is possible. There is no discrimination. There is no discrimination on the basis of color, language, tribe, nothing. And that's why mission happened. And that's why mission should happen. Amen. You need to know, those who sit here, I tell you, it is not just for some Malayalis here. It's for the people who came from Mexico. People who are the Spanish. They also want to become children of God. And it is your responsibility to tell them that God is here to make you a child of God. Amen. Just receive him in. If you receive him in, that's the thing. I used to ask people who is a Christian. We have many answers. If somebody goes to the church, they say, oh, he is a Christian because he goes to the church. No. A Christian is a person who has Christ inside. Christian is Christ in. We need to understand. That's what we see here. It is clearly said that those who receive him in, that's the first close, you know, anyone can become a child of God, but if you want to become a child of God, we need to do something. We need to see that we are receiving Jesus inside. Only when Jesus goes in, you are a Christian. Otherwise, you are not a Christian. So, 
It is not church that should go inside. Some people, you know, they are fighting for the church, their organization. They are only churchians. They are not Christians. What we need is to see that we are not becoming churchians. We, are, we need to become Christians who has Christ inside. So all my friends, all my young people, sometimes, you know, you are seeing me with white mustache and all. I, when I, I preach holiness in Africa, people used to say, an old man from India has come. He's preaching holiness, holiness. Be holy, be holy. Huh? An old man, I used to tell them, when you look at me, now I have gray hair and gray mustache. But don't think that I came to this world with gray mustache. I was like you once. I also was 18 years old once. I was once, I was 24 years old. I know the struggles the young people, the teenager is going through. And I know the struggles a young man facing in this society. I know that. Once I also was 25 years old. Once I also was 20 years old. But more than that, you need to understand. Even Jesus was once 20 years old, right? So he understands your struggles. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm very sympathetic to the, to the younger generation. Because I always tell, when I was a young boy or young, young guy, uh, the struggles I had to face was nothing compared to the struggles a young boy or a girl is having in this generation. It is very, very hard. But still... I tell you, you can overcome all the temptations if Christ is inside you. Amen. That's the reason we need to see that we are receiving Jesus inside. Let Jesus go in. Only then you can find your identity as a child of God. I used to tell stories, a lot of stories. And two of my characters, it is Jimmy and Johnny. Most of the time I talk about Jimmy and Johnny. It's just imaginary characters. And Jimmy and Johnny they were very good friends. And Jimmy was afflicted with the disease. And he, all his body, it was boils. And uh, he was suffering very much. Naturally, you know that. And Johnny was asking Jimmy. It's only an imaginary story. Johnny was asking Jim, Jimmy, you are really afflicted. I understand. Why don't you just go to the hospital? And he was asking, if I go to the hospital, do you think that I will be... Uh, released from this uh, disease, or I will be healed? Yes, you need to go to the hospital. If you're sick, you need to go to the hospital. And he said, yes, I will do that. The next day, when Johnny met him, he asked, did you go to the hospital? And he said, yes. And what the doctor said, doctor, see, you asked me to go to the hospital, right? I went to the hospital and came back. You get my point? This is the thing that happens when people say, I go to the church. You're coming to the church and you are not having an encounter with Jesus Christ. It's, you need to go to, the, go to the church because without going to the hospital, you cannot see the doctor. That's true. But that is not enough. I tell you, don't be satisfied just because you are coming to the church every Sunday. You need to come to the church on every Sunday, but that's not enough. You need to have an encounter with Jesus Christ. Talk to him. So this is what we lack in these days. We come to the church, but we seldom have an encounter with Jesus Christ. So meet Jesus and hear what he says. And Johnny said, you go and meet the doctor and say what he, say, uh, what, what he is asking you to do. And the next day, again, he came to the hospital and uh, met the doctor. And uh, the next day, Johnny was asking Jimmy, Jimmy, did you go to the hospital? He said, yes. And did you meet the doctor? Yes. Then what the doctor said, 
and jimmy said johnny i am so thankful to you for sending me to that doctor so he looked at me and he said jimmy this is really pathetic i know that you are suffering much and you know what happened i will tell you what happened you are afflicted with a bacteria the name of the bacteria is sinola not ebola sinola okay so that's the reason why you got all these boils so the sinola virus should go out by god's grace we could find an antibiotic so i will prescribe the antibiotic the name of the antibiotic is crossosilin crossosilin you got me and uh, he wrote the prescription and gave it to him and he said jimmy yes i met the doctor and where is the medicine johnny was asking no i didn't buy medicine i have the prescription do you think that you are reading the prescription you will be healed no it's that just the same some people say even i read bible sometimes just by you need to read bible i read bible very much that's my life but till still i say just by reading bible you are not becoming a christian you get my point and uh, he said no i'm reading this bible and i truly believe that this medicine is the true medicine for my disease even just by believing you are not becoming a christian you get me Amen. you need to understand truth i mean you know don't say that believe is nothing you need to believe you need to believe but just by believing the facts in the bible you are not going to be healed you are not going to become a christian and johnny said no that's not enough no even yesterday night i made a song about this medicine and he started singing songs on medicine what a wonderful antibiotic all my sin all the virus will go he started singing singing is good but singing doesn't make you a christian you need to sing songs but singing doesn't make you a christian you understand i know that you will not say amen <laughs> i don't care yo what i say johnny said no jimmy you need to eat the medicine it should go inside and he obeyed he ate the medicine the crossosilin and you know what happened gradually the sinola virus went out you get me it's the same when jesus goes in sin will go out So what is the proof that you have Jesus inside? Sometimes people say, "Yes, brother, I have accepted Jesus when I was 15 years old." But still you have sins in your life, right? You're continuing in your sin. I'm not talking I'm I'm not just saying about people who are falling into sin and all, but you know you're continuing in your sin and you're saying that you have Jesus inside. I doubt because if jesus is inside sin will be out that is the proof that's the proof that you have christ inside Amen. your sins will go out Amen. will go out johnny started eating the antibiotic and you know what what was happening he was healed he was healed because the virus went outside my friends the bacteria will go out we need to see that we are free from sins 
and how it will happen only if jesus lives inside you amen that's the thing not just on sundays not just you are praying not just when you are singing songs not just when you are preaching even preaching is nothing if jesus is not inside and jesus clearly said it is not those who call me lord lord that goes to heaven but those who do the will of my heavenly father in those days many prof many people will come to me and say we have prophesied in your name we have casted out demons in your name and we have performed miracles in your name and jesus says i do not know you those who do wicked things you wicked people depart from me so what's the most important thing the most important thing is seeing that we are living a holy life it is not prophesying it is not preaching it is not singing it is not worshiping that living a holy life amen and how can you live a holy life you can live a holy life only when jesus is inside amen that's what we like today we are not living with jesus maybe when we come to the church no just not just that i i always appreciate people to come to the church but i say our worship is not inside the church uh, even today i was giving a message to uh, the radio, i mean uh, in the prayer line i was telling that uh, somebody was asking a pastor uh, what is your time of worship and he said our our service ends at 11 o'clock and our worship starts what does it mean we are coming together to sing for, sing before god that is a service and we hear the word of god but our worship is outside the church i am worshiping god outside the church i worship god when i go to the college i studied 7 years in university then i did my journalism i did all these things and i am telling it i am not boasting but i tell you i was showing my worship before the students and my professors and they all know who i am you understand it is not inside the church i preach inside the church that is true but when i reach heaven god is not asking what you did inside the church but god is asking what you did outside the church Amen. hallelujah Amen. so receiving jesus inside when jesus is inside your sin will be out if jesus is inside you will never involve with any of the worldly things the sinful things if jesus is inside no one will go for social drink amen no amen huh i don't care i tell you my friends if jesus is inside you cannot go for social drink you cannot go for all the vulgar things you cannot go to the pub you cannot go to the bar you cannot because jesus will never come with you right do you think that you can take jesus to the bar huh why on why you're keeping silence like in heaven <laughs> see when you go to the bar can you invite jesus to the bar jesus i would like to take uh, two pack of whiskey oh come we'll enjoy can you say that if jesus is inside you will never involve with any of these sinful things 
if you fall into the sin you will run to jesus yeah it's possible sometimes sometimes and there's a reason why in first john chapter 2 verse 1 onwards john says that i am writing this so that you may not sin but if someone is falling into sin then you have an advocate before god true but why i am writing not to commit sin but you that's what is written i am writing this so that you may not sin people think ah okay don't worry even if we sin it doesn't matter because we have an advocate before our heavenly father it's not that is written there remember that this advocate should stand before heavenly father on behalf of you you understand and that is a shameful thing for him i used to tell very very soon i will say when i was in the college suppose i made a mistake and my principal uh, took me to his office and said hey the first thing he will ask who is your local guardian and uh, you know my local guardian was a professor in that college itself because my friend my brother is uh, my, my cousin was a professor in uh, another college so he said you be his uh, local guardian and suppose the principal is asking me who is your local guardian why did you do that and if i did something shameful the principal will be very furious towards me and i say it is professor sakaria hey professor sakaria your local guardian and now a fellow like you let me call him and he comes he is a very gentle man and he stood before the principal and he was asking what happened sir Ah, this guy you know he says that you you are his local guardian y- yes his brother is a professor samuel you know that and uh, he asked me to be his local guardian okay you know what he did all these things and he says that he, because of you now i allow him to go that's all because of you and professor sakaria is standing before him as before the principal as if he did the mistake and what i will think oh if professor sakaria is my local guardian i can commit any sin right will i think like that huh no i will decide one thing i will never make this man stand before the principal on behalf of me i will never commit any sin again so when jesus is standing on behalf of me in the presence of the father i say now i cannot commit any sin because if i commit a sin it's not i who stand before the father it is my jesus who died for me on the cross i do not want him to stand before the father so i will never commit a mistake right that's the reason why i say when jesus is inside you will live like jesus i have a lot of things to say i have no time to say so god has given us an authority as a child of god as a child of god and keep this identity all the time every time and those who believe in his name now he has given me a name a name when somebody is that's the reason why i say how can you be a child of god a child is born always a child is born when i was born into this world i have a name of my father i'm saji john matthew matthew is my father but sometimes you know these uh, uh, officials they dig my genealogy in my, one of my identities said saju john matthew thomas kariya matthew so it's a long name so i thought if they were digging digging my genealogy it would have been reaching adam right true so everyone who is born into this world his surname is adam 
But you know, when I am born again, when I was born into this world, I was born of Adam. But when I am born again, I am born of Jesus. Amen. So I am a child of Jesus. So I got a new name by new birth. You cannot be a child of God unless you are born of the Spirit. That we need to teach everybody. This is the only thing. If you are not born again, you are not a child of God. And if you are born of him, you have a name. That is the name of Jesus. And when you bear the name of Jesus, do not spoil the name of your father. You will live like him. And you have inherited his ability to live. If a cat given birth to a kitten in my family, suppose it's my cat, but I'm, I don't expect the kitten to walk on two legs because it is born of a cat. Right? Because it is born of a cat. But when my child is born, I expect my child to walk on two legs. Right? Because he is my son. Likewise, those who are born of Adam cannot live a holy life. But if you are born of Jesus, you are inheriting the ability to live like Jesus in this world. Amen. With the power of the Holy Spirit, you will do that. Amen. When you make mistakes, maybe even when my child walks, maybe he will fall down one or two times at the age of two or three. And I'm not going to beat him. Likewise, Jesus will consider you and help you. But if you are falling at the age of 22, it is something different. You get my point? You have the ability to live like Jesus. Yes, that's the reason why we are here. God wants us to be confirmed to the image of his son. And that's the, way, that's the reason. And we are predestined to be confirmed to the image of his son. And we need to live like Jesus. Let's close our eyes for one minute. I ask you, my friends. God has given us an authority to become his child. Not because we come to the church, not because we do some good things, not because we are born in a Christian family or a Pentecostal family, but because we have received Jesus inside. And when Jesus is inside, sin is outside. If Jesus is inside, you can live like Jesus. You have the ability because Jesus is your father. No more Adam is your father, it is Jesus. So how many of you want to live like Jesus? How many of you want to see that you are keeping this identity every walks of life? Amen. Raise your hands and pray, Lord, Amen. I want to live as a child of God in every walks of my life, in my school, in my college, in my workplace, in my home, everywhere. I want to live like you, O oh God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.